You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. What's up? You like that music, huh? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition. It's so loud. Can y'all turn it down a little bit? It's so loud. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to another episode of Black Hollywood Live Next, where we talk to you about all of the next upcoming actors. These are the people you need to know about. Yes. Today's no exception. I'm Megan Thomas at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm Courtney Tezno. Keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to use that hashtag BHL next throughout our show. Yes. And today, we've got an amazing actor. He's handsome. He's chocolatey. He's got a beard that's like, whoa. You've seen him on the haves and have-nots on OWN every Tuesday, 9, 8 central. Give it up for Ro Brooks. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah. Thanks for the Good intro. You, Bro. I'm good, I'm good. What about you guys? Pretty good. Great, right, right, great. Cool. You're looking amazing here with this beard. Do you shape How do you yourself? even keep it that full, man? Uh, hard work. <laughs> you know? I, I cut it myself, actually. You know, Do you? yeah, I do, do a myself. great job. Thank you. Did you have you ever like gone to an audition and right before you like nicked it or did something and you're like, oh no? Yeah, I had to shave it all off and really? what? yeah, I'm like a little artist with the clippers a little bit, so <laughs> I cut it off and you know just make something else happen. See, we don't have to teach you yeah. how to use like eyeliner to fill it in just for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. have to shave the whole thing. But you know it does work for some eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to play a game with you. Mm-hmm. All right. The game is called Have or Have Not. Oh, okay. <laughs> How do we play? Great. Okay, so for everybody watching, it's pretty much like a game of Never Have I Ever. Mm-hmm. So we're going to ask them a few questions, and the only thing that you can say is you either have or have not done okay. this. Okay, starting with the first one. Never have I ever ripped my pants in public. Have or have not? Have not. Okay. Next one. Never have I ever tried online dating. Have not. Okay. Broke up with someone over a text or social media. Have not. Oh, you are a good one. I know, right? (laughs) Never have I ever fallen asleep during a scene. Have not, no. Oh, you are. Okay, never have I ever been in handcuffs. I have. Oh, I was, I was, I was, I was like, you're from Baltimore yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 but it right. was a mistake though. Okay. You know, so I could have been have not, but yeah, it was a mistake. You got a good streak. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I think I was in my, I was like 17, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a mistaken identity for real. See? Okay. Yeah. How's me doing? You're a good guy. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah, right, I am. Right, right, right. Yeah. Never have I ever farted under the covers. Ooh. <laughs> have, 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 have. How many times can I say have? Right. The hot ones, the hot ones. Oh, they low. You already know. Right, right. The silent ones are the worst. Okay. (laughs) Never have I ever woke up not knowing how I got there or where I Oh, no, I have not. Okay. Okay, good. Never have I ever done something I regretted. You're never supposed to regret anything, so have not. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you ain't, you haven't done any of these things. Yeah, which yeah, is I'm good. good. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, never have I ever dated two girls at the same time. 
Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get me for real. I'm doing real good over here. I don't think that's that's Y'all digging it in a box. Like, he got that dinsap, mama, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 I did that before. Good, good, good. Well, let's talk about some casting news, what's going on in the world. Right. Um, There is a new biopic coming out. We just had Straight Outta Compton. Now mm. it's Ice Cream Man, the Master P biopic. Oh, coming yeah. out. Yes, it is. It's and so far they've secured two big actors. One is Queen Latifah. Okay. Oh, uh, they didn't say what role she's going to play. I, she's not playing Mia X. I'm pretty sure, but she's okay. playing somebody right. in in Masterpiece Camp. Um, and then also Wendell Pierce, and you know him from yeah, know uh, Waiting to Excel and The Wire. Yeah, he's we also on The Wire together. Yeah, oh, awesome. Mm. So, I know you've done a, a music video for Masterpiece, right? Yeah. yeah, I forget the name of it. It's been so long ago. You yeah. work with so many people, Justin yeah. Timberlake, yeah, a lot. Couple people. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I did my video thing. You know, four minutes. So I was dealing with a lot of music for real. Which was your favorite music video? Uh you don't kill me with this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I would say either between a Selena Johnson or Lil Mo. Okay. Yeah. And was there a favorite memory on set that you remember? Well. Lil Mo was kind of complicated because I had to play two roles. And then um, if you saw the video, it was kind of hard to keep up with everything because I was on a bike, one of these L.A. bikes, and she was on my handlebars. Mm. And she was singing, and it's my first time on the bike, and I had to keep up with the truck with the camera. Wait, on wait, it. wait! You were really riding this bike like it wasn't yeah. being pulled? No. What? Wow. No, a regular like a bike. Oh, a bicycle. Like a regular bicycle with the wide <laughs> handles and the crazy takes? bikes out here. How many oh, takes? My Did you fall? Did no, she I fall? didn't. No, she just was like, "Don't drop me. Whatever you do, don't." Drop me. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna try not to," because I. But she was moving so hard, dancing and everything. But that was it was complicated, but at the same time, it was a challenge. So I really loved that. You know, oh so that that's what does that one for me. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. A good challenge. Right. So make sure you guys check out uh, Masterpiece Biopic coming out in the spring, was it spring 2016. It's called Ice Cream Man, King of the South. Yeah, that's what's up. I used to love out. No Limit back Ooh, in the day. No Limit got me money. I got a lot of money with Master. <laughs> Thanks, P. <laughs> I got a lot of money with P. Yeah. No, he, but you know what? He really revolutionized music because of the 80-20 distribution deal that oh a goodness. lot of artists never had. And yes. that's how No Limit got so rich. He was coming out with records like every week, every two. I, I owned music stores for a while. I had to chain it to stores. Ah. So in Baltimore, I opened up in a house, a regular, like a row house. Mm-hmm. These are connected houses, if you guys don't know. But I turned one into a music store. Mm-hmm. And I started with like $35. Opened oh, up wow. with Notorious Big, nothing but Biggie on my shelves. <laughs> Master P came out like every week and he kept had me keep flipping my money and flipping my money. I was so happy. I was like, because yeah. everybody was loving his stuff and I would right. just buy P every week, every day. I get new, no limit. And that's what, you know, got me over right. straight up. Good. Yeah. What's your favorite no limit song? Uh, you know what it is. Um, what is it? Well, let's get to some fresh beats because your favorite song when we came into was Trap Queen. There's actually a piano cover by a guy named Josh Levy and KHS is a high school. So let's go ahead and listen to that. That's what's up. That's my joint. Right. Oh, this one is the weekend. Good, good one as well. No, this is a good one as well. This is the weekend. Tell your friends.
I like the flip. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you yeah. wouldn't think like that the this flip. was the... Yeah. The remix or what have you. Right. This, yeah, this one is actually the week. This is a completely different song. This is the weekend. Tell your friend. Different video. Oh, but yeah, different wow. video. The song is the right one. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's cool how he flipped it, though. Uh-huh. It still sound cool. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Still, I'm like, wait, you made Trap Queen sound classy. Yeah, I know, for right? real. The little pianos and everything in the I back. Know. I almost want to be it. a Trap Queen based on a. She's based done, on, you guys. I'm just saying, I was like, oh, this is a <laughs> nice, classy song. Right? <laughs> <You're> st- <laughs> Oh my gosh! I know. I almost thought it was classy. (laughs) He did make it sound really good. Well, if you guys love our show, make sure you support our sponsors. Mm -hmm. We have DraftKings.com. They've crowned more millionaires than any other one-week fantasy football league out there. Last season, I believe they had what thirty ten million dollars in prizes. They had that this season as well. Mm -hmm. Two million for the first prize and one one million for the second. And it's only a one-week fantasy football league. I love fantasy football. I've been playing it for like ten. 10, 11 years. I've been kicking butt, but I didn't she know I could be winning. I am, girl. I'm good. <laughs> with Peyton Manning uh, at the helm. You know? right, right. So, uh, if you guys love fantasy football, check it out. It's only for a, a week-long prize that you don't have to do a lot of commitment for the entire season. It's one week. Go to DraftKings.com and use our code BLACK. Type in the promo code BLACK mm-hmm. because if you Type that in. You go there. You're going to play for a free shot at the $2 million top prize in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. So enter now for a free entry at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. All right. Well, Mr. Rowe, let's get into an interview with you. We need to know a little more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, so you grew up in West Baltimore. Oh, dang. Yeah. Right. It's Baltimore, right? Not Baltimore. Baltimore. No T. Just Baltimore. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You know, we watch shows like The Wire, which you Mm -hmm. have been on. Mm -hmm. Is did you grow up in that kind of environment that we've seen on The Wire? Um, The Wire was kind of watered down, but. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what was it like? What was your family like, and how did that prepare you for your journey as an actor today? Well, you know, as an actor, well, first I have a great family, very supportive. Uh, My mom, my dad is recently deceased, but um, that's my hero, you know. My mom, you know, very supportive family, sisters, and everybody. But um, as far as growing up in Baltimore's hood, being an actor, um, we take from, of course, our lives right. and things that we see daily or what have you. And um, fortunately, I have played, well, I don't know whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, but I've played a lot of roles <laughs> that, um, you know, was where I was able to feed off of my past mm-hmm. to um, actually bring the characters to life. So it was a plus for me, you know, but um, it's sad that, you know, um, that's a reality. Right. I'm just acting it, but it's a really, you know, it's a, it's a bad thing that's really going on, yeah. you know. So um, it's kind of sweet and sour at the same time, right? Yeah. God uses all your your past yeah. to, mm-hmm. to yeah. make it happen yeah. in the future, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's throw it back mm-hmm. to high school. So you had a rap group oh. called Twice well, y'all find as Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Twice as Nice. Somebody now, did that oh my goodness. <laughs> Yes, what? we do. And then you guys made it to Showtime at the Apollo. If you show that video, I'm out of here. Uh, no, 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 no. We but couldn't find it, but we, we did look for it. We you did look exactly. for it. Sure did. Glad you ain't find it. Yes, mm. but we yeah. want a quick flow real quick. I need a little Ooh, something from what? back in no, the day. No, no, excuse me. I wasn't a rapper. So you did that. So wait, it was a rap and a dance group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were the dancer. I was a dancer, right? I'm not having enough room for you to rap. Why? Was you, um, you were bad. I came late. 
And at the time, they they had rappers already, and they wanted uh, to add some dancers. And I, you know, I could dance. So my homeboy from school, he was like, "Yo, my cousin got this group." Actually, the guys who uh, one of the guys who was one of the rap rappers, uh, his name is Michael MacArthur. He has Mama's Boys. Uh, uh, production house or what have you, but they but they put out like a lot of artists, music, soul child, and a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so a couple of us came out of the hood and you know did some good things for real. But um, okay, so I I I was a dancer because they needed dancers or what have you. But I didn't want to be a dancer. I wanted to be a rapper. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd get in, you know, Kinda start off this way, easy. transition over to that, and that never happened. <laughs> you know, the rap. Was you, were you always happened. like, hey guys, look what I wrote. No, I would just bust out like they do their rap, and I know their raps, and I'd get louder than them and do my little, uh, and they'd be like, "Really, really?" Back up, y'all supposed to be right there. Like, I'm like, all right, right. This bulls. You know I mean? But no, it was great, man. I loved Twice and Nights. We had a great career, man. The Apollo was awesome. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you take up a, a real career as a dancer or a rapper? You don't want to do that. Um, I tried. Everything. God blesses us with so many talents, right. man. So I've done everything in the entertainment industry. I've done everything. Record label, management, right. music stores, uh, whatever. I've done everything. You know what I mean? But this has always been my passion. At the same time, I would do all these things, you know, at the same time until I got a little old. And I was like, I got to cut down and just focus on something mm-hmm. instead right. of trying to put 10% here, 10% there. Yeah. So I just put the 100% in acting. Why did you choose acting? Excuse me? Why did Why'd you choose, you choose acting that one? Out of all of the talents? Um, it stuck to me. It, it became like the most passionate passion, if I could say it that way. It was like... Um, Every time I would do other things, like I'm an entrepreneur, so I like to make money, right. period. Mm-hmm. So um, I did good with music stores and things of that nature, but I wanted to find a way to make even more money. At the same time, I wanted to affect the world positively because I can choose the roles that I, you know, um, right. play or what have you. And I, I want to, I just want to do a lot of positive things for the world anyway. But um, acting first hit me with um, when I was a kid and you know we just get caught up on uh, the stars and the celebrities and the lights and things like that and that's what happened for me from the very beginning and then I was like you know what I really do want to do this acting thing because I know I have a lot to offer Right. you know but I figure after I get in then those other skills and things that God gave me I'll be able to imp- implement those into you know my acting career that's what happened so you basically we gonna see you rapping on have and have not you, what you some, not, not on that show but you saw me do a two step I did do a two step <laughs> okay, a little something yeah I got a little two step on there so you know it'll be another show where you might see me do some freestyle or something but I'm using everything always in your back pocket baby. yeah I'm right. using everything yeah. I'm a, I can't wait to yeah, see yeah, the I'm dance crump and all of that I'm <laughs> whatever I'm using everything you know they set me up for whatever jobs I'm like okay I can do this on this show I right. let them see. you know how because even Jamie Foxx he had his little uh, show his out show. or whatever, but mm-hmm. he made sure he played that piano sure and sang did. for you real quick. Yes, he did. I can do this too, y'all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, put it out there, right? Yeah, you got to put it out there. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Who's yeah. had the uh, greatest impact on you in your career so far? My pop. Definitely. My mom. Like I said, my family is really tight, and they, they've really been in my corner. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, you know, and I'm married too, so once my wife became a part of my life, um, She's, you know, put a big stamp on everything and my kids, just like my complete family. Oh, good. For real, yeah. Anybody in, in the acting field that you looked up to before you got into it? 
Um, I just look up to successful people. I can't even name just like one person. Um, it's so many of them, black, white, or other that I look at and I feel real good about. And, um, I learn from everybody. I study film just by watching, you know, an episode or watching a, uh, a movie. And I just study the characters and, you know, I fall in love with uh, a lot of what they bring to the table. So, you know, nobody in particular, but just everybody. Right. Good. Yeah. Right, right. So, uh, one of your first acting gigs was on Meteor Man with Robert oh, Townsend. Like, yo, I ain't coming back mm, here. That was my life. I watched Meteor Man so many times, yeah, okay? Yeah, I yeah. Love that, that was movie. hilarious, right? <laughs> oh, my. But what God. was it like when you saw yourself on the big screen for the first time? It was crazy. It was crazy because that was my first job as a background performer, as an mm-hmm. extra, mm-hmm. you know? And, um,. That's what, you know, that's when I did that, that really let me know that I wanted to do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, just seeing myself on TV was like, <laughs> Mama, we made it. How is this? Funny? Not yet, but <laughs> we're going for it. You know, we ain't make that much money, but everybody was cat on the cast. You had Bill Cosby yeah. and Naughty by Nature and Cypress Hill, and it was everybody, and I mean, huge names. Right, so it was right. like, really shocking like I'm on set and this is like my first time I'm like look at all these people that you only thought you would see on television right. and you're bumping elbows and rubbing shoulders and the whole nine with these people and they seem to be really down to earth right. so all that just felt really good man so I was good I said okay I think I look alright on TV let's keep it moving <laughs> Let's well, see. now people are looking at you that same way. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'm loving it. Definitely. Let's go back to the fact that you talked about being an extra mm-hmm. and moving to an actor. You actually right. have a book out Ooh. that talks about that. Okay. So how did you manage to uh, make that transition? Right. What was, When did you get your voucher? <laughs> your vouchers uh, for SAG? For SAG yeah. Right. I didn't. Um, I had to pay for mine, actually. I had. Where did I get my vouchers from? Um don't I have any? Oh, I'll tell you what I did. I um I started with my Aftra before I even did SAG. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of work, believe it or not. I had a lot of film uh, work prior to getting my SAG card. Mm-hmm. So I was blessed from the gate, I think, because I would always work and I, and I didn't have a SAG card. So um I waited and I just waited. And um, eventually, real recent, for real, real recent, um, SAG and AFTRA combined. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had been after for so many years that instead of me having to pay for SAG, they grandfathered me in. Awesome. Praise the Lord, because that yeah. is like $3,000 yeah. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but I was after for, I mean, I ain't going to say how long, but I've been I've been acting for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so um, I just figured, you know, when, when the time comes, you know, I'll take advantage of it. And, and it came, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. what's up. Yeah. Talk to us about your book, though. Oh, the book is, yes. um, the book, I wrote the book because when I got in, into the game, I didn't have any anyone to um, go to for advice. Right. So I came in blind, mm-hmm. but I was so interested, you know, I, I would, that's why I did background work, because I had no guidance. So I would do background work, and I would go and soak up everything on set. I would learn whatever the directors do. I I learned whatever, um, you know, um, different Things that they would have you do, like stand in front of the X and think, you know, just whatever. I would learn everything mm-hmm. as a background performer. And I think that that's really what did it for me, that taught me the game. And um, 
for those, a lot of actors today or uh, aspiring actors are scared right. to do extra work. They think it's something like it's, it belittles them or whatever, right. when it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, some people come off straight out of that and book series regulars off of extra work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or so become stand-ins you can do, or anything. Yeah, you, make you can get a lot. You can get a lot of money. So it's um it's a mind frame. You can't go in there and say I'm gonna be an extra. I'm gonna be a professional extra. This is all I'm gonna do. The way I looked at it was, I'm not even an extra. I'm a principal playing the role of an extra. Right. And that's how my whole thing was. And I would always focus that way, knowing that this is just temporary. Right. So, like I said, when all these actors or uh, uh, guys that wanted to be actors, um, if being so I know I didn't have any help, I wrote the book for them. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll make it this much easier for you because I know you need this information. And I, I made it simple. I put it in like a handbook, and I um, didn't put any fluff in it. It's, it's not even a bunch of pages, but it's a lot of information. Good. Yeah. How, and where can people go to buy How to Go From It's on Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh. at barnesandnoble.com. It's only on ebook right now, but um, before the year's over, I should be having a launch for the actual hard copy. Yeah. Well, yeah. let us know, How to Go sure. From Extra to Actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And also on that website. Uh, from extra to actor.com. Yes, good, make sure you guys good. check that out. So let's talk about uh, you currently being on OWN's Have or Have Not, mm-hmm. Tyler Perry's amazing show. Yes. Um, you're, you're, you start as Michael. What was that audition process like? Because mm-hmm. we had quite a few people yeah. from all of Tyler's shows right. sitting right where you are. Everybody like has great stories too. Right. Like, um, okay, so with me, I'll try to sum it up, but I got the audition. Um, of course, I played a grandfather, so when I got it, um, I didn't even know what it was, actually, because my manager called me and told me I had an audition. And only sometimes, not often, where you get an audition, you have to go on that same day. Right. This was one of those times. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what? Like, I'm not even woke yet. You know, so he was like, like you need to get up and do this audition. And boom, right. boom, boom. So I had to hurry up and... Um, rush to Wilshire and not even knowing like what the sides were um, who I didn't know it was a grandfather or anything because I hadn't Uh seen any paperwork I just had to hurry up and get here so uh, my wife drove with me and she said um, you drive I'll pull up the lines or whatever and you can study your sides while you drive so I was like cool so we did that and um, instead of me having a park which takes an hour or so. Oh, yeah. She stayed with the car, and I was able to run up, and I made it like a minute before. Yeah, wow. it was crazy. Teamwork. Teamwork <laughs> makes a dream work. Right. I'm so Got serious. It. In you LA, for it. sure, yes. You need it. That's real. So um, I get inside. Uh, before I even get to grab the size upstairs to just, you know, take it out again real quick, they call me in the room. Uh. So I go in the room. I do the audition once. Then they say, okay, let me see you do it, you know, in another way, whatever, let's see what up. So I did it a different way, like, cool. So, you know, like any other audition, after you do it, you just say, you know, I did it, I'm moving on to the next one. Right. And you forget about it because, you know, you get so many and, you know, you, you just don't claim them kind of sort of. You just go and do them, do your best and keep moving. Mm-hmm. So um, I say a week or more passed. My partner and I, we were out having lunch. The manager called me and said, you need to pack tonight. You're going to Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All these last-minute things. I said, for what? Tyler Perry wants to see you. 
<laughs> I forgot all about the audition. I'm so right, serious. Right. When you when you book or get a call back, most times it's in a day or two. This was a week or more. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you tripping? He was like, no, I'm serious, Ro. I said, when do I leave? Tonight on Red Eye on the Red Eye. Oh my goodness! Pack for three weeks. I was wow. like, wow. He said, yeah. He said, if you get it, you'll be there for three weeks. If you don't, you'll be coming right back. I was right. like, all right. So, and I'm gonna skip some <laughs> stuff because it's long, but it's like, thank you, I Jesus. Love this it's story. one of those stories. Let me. What you want me to do? Because yeah, I can, keep this is going. Your interview. Keep um, going. What you want to say? I tell you a little. I'm, I'm saying this. This. I'm just gonna show you how how God works. So I rush home. Tell the wife what's going on. She can't believe it either. Okay, so I start packing, which I'm a really good pack. I get it done real quick. Um, we ride out to the airport. In traffic on the four or five, I get a blowout. Oh my god! Me, my daughter, and my wife, I get a blowout. I'm in the far left lane. Oh gosh! Not just the blowout, but my whole tire disintegrates. What? I'm so serious, and I never knew it. Look at the devil trying to stop you. Look, I'm over here. I have to get over to the shoulder, right? Right. The car just slides across like as if God might have picked it up I'm I'm not lying wow. and the traffic it was congested when this happened it was no traffic around me what? so the car went all the way over boom we were able to get out the car so um oh mind you say for instance I had to be at the airport for my flight at 10:30 at this time it might have been about 9:40 oh, time God. is crazy yeah. so I'm like I'm not even panicking. She's panicking. My daughter's panicking. I said, don't even worry about it. I'm going to get there. This is, it's going to, it's going to be all right. So we, excuse me, we stand on the side trying to find somebody to give me a, a lift or something. So I take my daughter's cell phone and I turn the light of it on, like the flashlight, and I shine it into the traffic. Nobody came over to help us. So my wife was like, all right, I'm going to call uh, my girlfriend, see if she can come get you, whatever, whatever. And I was like, all right, Israel, you call somebody, too, and see what's what. And then I saw, like, this little ditch on the side um, where, like, some construction was being done, right? So I saw, like, some boulders that going to trip out. So I said, you know what? Maybe I can go down and grab one of those rocks because I couldn't get the car. For, oh, let me tell you, I skipped a part. I went to get the spare out of the trunk. And the, um, what is it? What you need to put the the spare on? Yes. The wrench. That was not in the car. (sighs) The spare was not even for my car. What? (laughs) So I couldn't get the spare off. Wow. And then it was so crazy. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So I couldn't even fix the tire if I wanted to. Right. Right? So then I'm down in the hole and I didn't, um, I'm down in the hole and I'm saying, you know what? You're not going to get me, Satan. I said, this is crazy. I said, God, show him who's in charge. I said, have somebody pull over because they saw my, before I even finished praying, somebody pulled over because they saw my flashlight. So I'm running. My wife called me. So I'm running back up the hill, sweating. I get up there. She's hugging the lady. She's a tow truck driver. Oh, my goodness. Right. So I hugged her. So I'm, like, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, I'm going with you. She was like, no, you're not going with me. You're not getting in here. I was like, you're not, you didn't come for me? She said, I saw your light. I just came to tell you that I heard another driver say that he was on his way to come and get you. I said, no, no, but you should take me because I have to go. And I told her what was good. She said, no, I can't. But he'll be here. Don't worry. And then my wife was like... 
Shelby's coming too. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, look, somebody better come now or I got to go because it's really, we're pushing it. Right after that, my wife's girlfriend showed up. Mm -hmm. I got in her car. I said, I can't leave, y'all. She was like, no, go, go, go. Then the other tow truck driver pulled up. Mm -hmm. He came and I talked to him. Look, this is my family. Right. Make sure you take care of my family, yada, yada, yada. I ain't got you. Don't worry. (laughs) I was like, cool. Look, I got to go, baby. I love y'all. Boom, boom. Get to the airport. It's maybe 10 of, you know, they don't let you on a plane. Right. Get to the airport. I didn't have time to do all the uh, signing myself in and all that. So I saw the lady behind the counter. I said, excuse me, miss. I have an audition in Atlanta for Tyler Perry. I don't have time to do this. Uh, Please help me. She's like, all right, come with me. (laughs) Came with her. She was like, put your bag on the, you know, on 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 the scale. I put up there. She was like, if your bag is too heavy. I was like, Uh. okay. She say, you can um, leave it or I can give you a plastic bag and you can put everything that maybe, you know, overweight for the, uh, for your suitcase and put it in the bag. I said, okay. So she gave me that. I took everything out of the suitcase and put it in this bag and folded it up. Left the suitcase at the airport. Then I had to run. She said, you better go. You better go. I ran (laughs) and I saw these two people trying to they were late for their plane as well so i saw them asking people excuse me i'm late for my plane do you mind if i get it in front of you i really would appreciate it and they let them so i was like thank you so much i really appreciate it so i act like i was with them so i got up and we, i'm so serious i got up so now i'm walking through the terminal going to my gate with a clear bag Wow. Everything's showing my right. underwear, <laughs> my toothpaste, socks, everything is showing. So when I get where I'm supposed to go, I'm sweating profusely, man. Right. It's like really crazy. So when I get uh, where I'm going, I finally uh, get on the plane and I get put all the way in the back right next to the bathroom. I said, but I'm as I'm walking through all the people, I got the bag on my back like this, and I'm just smiling, and they looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm saying to myself, "Y'all don't even know what I'm doing," (laughs) but I'm so happy. I'm like, "I made it." You don't even know how I got here. I sit down. I'm all cool with it, comfortable, wiping all the sweat off myself, (laughs) sitting there. Get to the air. Get back to Thailand. Them. We get to the hotel. And everything is messed up. They didn't have anything straight. Like the um, the computer shut down. This was like maybe three in the morning, and we had to meet with him maybe like eight or nine. Oh wow! So it took about an hour more for um, them to get the computer up so we can get our rooms. So I was like, everything is going wrong. <laughs> I said, something's going. This something's going to be good in this thing here. So yes. now I can make it a long story short. Finally met with Tyler. They gave us even more stuff that we could possibly have to read for him. Um, they called me in the room. It was Tyler, uh, my man Mark, who's the producer, um, Crystal Fox, and uh, I think Raven, uh, who's the casting lady there, and um, myself. So I finally come in, I sit, and Tyler's like, where you are? And I had to sit here, and Crystal's sitting next to me. So we read... You know, we read our lines, whatever, we finish. Then he say, you know, he's just looking at me like this. Hmm. The whole time, no blinking, just looking at me. Right. So I finished. He was like, okay, nice read, real nice read. Boom. So I left. I went and stood in the hallway. They told me to stand in the hallway. I stood in the hallway. Then Tyler came out. He came and shook my hand. 
uh, told him he had a nice audition, shook another guy's hand, said he had a nice audition. <laughs> By the time he was talking to him, Mark linked out the room and said, bro. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. So I go into the room. He say, we want to hire you. <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> I said, man, look, you don't even know what I've been through for real. I said, you, are you serious, man? He was like, yeah. He said, we, we, we really want you, man. We really want you. He said, um, I know we got to go through the logistics with your attorney and everything like that and your agents. He said, but we like to have you on the show. I was like, God, it's so good. I was happy. So look, um, he said, so, you know, you're going to play this particular role or what have you. And, um, we have like four um, episodes for you right now," he said. "But um, if everything works out and, and the chemistry's good, you might, you know, get some more episodes." So by the time I left him to get to my dressing room, I had six episodes in my what? room already. So I was Ooh. like, "Jesus, stop playing with me, baby!" Yeah. Yes. So I mean, that's how yes. it happened. So since then, it's just been ongoing, you know. That is yeah. so awesome. Wonderful. That is so, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody watching this who's like so, so inspired. It happens. Right. It happens. It happens. You can say it doesn't, man, but you just have to be ready all the time. You never know when you're going to get your call, man. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, stay ready. Bro, I needed yeah. that. Thank you. For real? I needed that. That's what's Thank up. you. Yes. Ah. That was the devil talking. He can't mess us up. He can't, he can't mess, mess us up, up right That's now. That's right. One of them stain nothing. We good on exactly. it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But I'm, about- I'm glad. Yeah, I'm yes. glad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So inspiring. Now, yes. let's talk about you have a movie with Wendy Raquel Robinson. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about Mysterious Ways for those who don't know about it? Awesome picture. Mm-hmm. It's a faith-based um drama and um Gary Gordon is in it um Thelma Hopkins uh-huh. and um uh, what's her name Campbell uh Tisha. from Mary Mary oh Erica, Erica Campbell. Campbell she's in it Erica yeah Campbell. and it's a great picture man it's basically about uh Wendy who is she lost her son Someone, someone hit her son, uh, you know, hit and run or what have you. And um, for five years, she's been living with that, not knowing who killed her son. And she can't move on. She right. can't move on with her life at all. She's a um, choir director or what have you. Mm-hmm. And um, she just can't move forward without having closure, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's basically what it's about, about her finding herself, learning how to forgive and start over again, you know. And I play her boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you know. So um, it's it's a deep story, man. Like, it's a very deep story. It's very touching. Okay. I got to see this. Because I saw some of the stuff about it, and I was like, oh, this sounds like a good movie. I just watched it. I just watched it the other night. I had mm-hmm. never seen it. I wow. normally don't watch my my own stuff. Really? Never. Why? I don't. I don't know. I just don't like how I sound. I don't like how. Uh, okay. I just don't. It feels funny just watching you. Mm-hmm. So I never really do it. But you know, I just said, let me just see it. And it's been out uh, right. for a couple of months now. But I never looked at it. But you I'm start glad I did. Yourself. Oh, it's not. No. <laughs> no. There's a lot of actors that don't watch themselves. Yeah, yeah. I really. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> It is. But it's a great, great movie. It is. Yeah. Now, you've played a lot of roles. You've played, what, a 
cop, I think. Have you played I played a cop? cop before, yeah. You played a cop, you played gangster drug dealers, mm-hmm. all this kind of what's, All across the spectrum. Right. What's been your favorite role so far? I like to play, um, I played this guy one time. I played uh, in a movie called The Holloway Story, and I played a handicap. Like a um, oh, wow, mentally, really? mentally challenged guy, yeah. yeah. And I like to do things like that because it's way off the scale. Mm-hmm. You know, it's way off the scale. It's not like, um, well, you can study because I had, you know, some people with those defects in my neighborhood as well. And that's where I went to get some of what I used. But that was by far, I think, the most challenging um, job that I've had. And I, I really enjoyed it because I had to go somewhere that I didn't know existed. Right. Mm-hmm. Has there been a yeah. role that um, that you say that you would absolutely never do? Yeah, I won't play. Um, I won't play a gay guy. Yeah, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there, so, what kind of upcoming projects do you have? We've talked about the book. We've talked about mysterious mm-hmm. ways. What else do you have going on? I have a film coming out called The Congregation, where I play a pastor. Um, Cherie Headley, she plays in it. Okay. She was the wife of Eddie Murphy from Coming to America. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. The yes, light-skinned one. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's in it. So that should be out uh, hopefully before it gets cold. It's, I think it's coming out late summer, early fall. Okay. So that, and um, I have some other things that I'm in pre-production on right now. Good. A couple films, a couple of television projects. Right. Yeah. Good, good, good. Let's talk about your wife, because in okay. your family, you seem to be like a really yeah, good family guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you balance all of this work and being busy with your family? It's almost effortless, kind of, sort of, because it's, I feel like when you know what you want, you write it down, make it plain, mm-hmm. you constantly stick to that, it falls in place. Right. That's how it's been for me. So when I do need time, he gives me time, you know, and um, because, you know, I am an actor. I live in L.A. Um, we don't work on weekends, so that's a given. Right. Good, good. You know, um, you know, it's just, you know, even when I go to Atlanta, you know, um, I'm not there forever, mm-hmm. you know, and then when I'm done, it's a hiatus period. That's to the family. Right. So it balances itself out pretty good. And then you and your wife balance each other well. Are yeah. there any qualities that she has that you were like, ooh, that she's my wife for sure? Well, patience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working on being more patient. And you know how you guys are. Like, we like the big things. Like, if, if we were decorating a home, I'd go get the big television. Right. You guys go get that, some nice curtains, <laughs> some, some flowers, some you know, <laughs> yes. the stuff that, the I think that I don't think about but makes everything work. She's that, you know, for me and everything. You know, so whatever I'm doing, whether, you know, with the acting thing, if I'm studying audition tapes or um, whatever, she does the small, oh, you do this, uh, this away because, you know, just whatever. She finds the smallest right. things mm-hmm. and, and they happen to be very important in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so she does balance me out. So that Oscar Good. win's going to go to her. Huh? Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> her and my mom. I heard my mom and I got to raise it up to my dad. But mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. How do you, because you're in Hollywood, how mm. do you keep your marriage tight and amazing? Because there's so many distractions that people have mm-hmm. in a city like this. How do you, how do you make it work? Oh yeah. See. Okay, this is what I do. I know what my wife means to me, right? I know what we've been through. You got to go through something first, oh, yeah. right? So once you find out what you went through, what she was there for you 
for mm-hmm. and you know how you guys came through a particular situation all this pretty stuff that's on the outside of all these other women that could be attractive to you all you have to say to yourself is would she hang around or why would I give up this for something that I'm unsure about Right. once you get that through your head everything else is good and just keep repeating that over and over again with every beautiful face you might run into and every temptation that you see you have to go back to my wife's been there like this Right. You in here preaching today, yes. bro. bro. I'm just saying, that's what it is. Hallelujah. Every- <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Love it. Mama Mama <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But where can your fans keep in touch with me, with you? Uh, Facebook, uh, Ro Brooks, R.O. Brooks. Twitter. Well, Facebook, I also have a fan page. That's Ro Brooks is today's leading man fan page. Uh, my Twitter is Jerome Ro Brooks altogether. Instagram is Robrooks underscore. Okay. And my website is Robrooks.com. Does anyone call you Jerome? Uh, not much. I like Ro. Maybe I call Because yeah. I was like, Jerome in the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. So I was like, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. I'm stop. I'm on Martin about you should have never did right. that. Right. With my name. All the yeah. Jeromes right, across the world they be killing are angry. Me. Yeah, they, they killed me on that. Oh, my God. So. Yeah, I like Ro. I think it's strong. I think it represents, you know, who I am. Um, nothing against Jerome, but I don't know. Ro Brooks, to me, has a really good ring to it. It, it definitely does. does. And where can we find you, Courtney? Thank you. you guys can keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what you thought about this interview using the hashtag BHL next. And as always, you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Periscope at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And you can check out Roe every single Tuesday, yeah. 9, 8 Central, on Tyler Perry's Have and Have Nots, Bright on Own. Check it out. Yeah. And get some more of this man's preaching. Yes. Hallelujah. And go grab that book. And grab the book as yeah, well. Yeah, grab the book. That's good. <laughs> All, right. All right. We'll see you guys next Peace. week. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.